this is Pagasi from Mobile Force Elite, and you're listening to the Shattered Ordered Podcast. You're listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. He doesn't like you. And Wind Killer Inc. I don't like you either. Just watch yourself. We want it been. I have the descendants on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead. This week, we took a leak and sat back watching its steady stream of information. A new legendary event showed its head, and we promptly cut its tier 5 head off. All this and more coming up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast. This is a very special episode. It is our 50th episode, if you can believe that. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not a lot, but not only is this our 50th episode, but um, so today is June 16th. Our first podcast released June 19th of last year. So we're actually three days away from our official one-year anniversary. Isn't that crazy? I'm, I think it's crazy. Hard to believe, honestly. I Yes, exactly. When we set out to do this, you know, you don't start something to not keep doing it, right? But... Just the thought of how far out it would be to reach 50 episodes. Uh, it's just, or a year's worth, you know. It, it's, it, was, it was not even a thought on my mind, and here we are. Yep. So. It's crazy. Congrats to us. <laughs> yep. And thanks to our listeners for keeping us going, because, uh, yeah, if nobody listened to this damn thing, I don't think we'd keep doing it. <laughs> If those if those listen numbers were about the same as our first ten episodes, maybe first twenty, <laughs> we'd be thinking about things. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. But you guys have spread the word. People start listening, getting real good numbers. Really happy to see that everyone enjoys it. So that's why we come on here and we do this. That and it's an excuse to drink and talk about this game. So, which is all? Are you drinking? Good. Are you drinking right now? What kind of question is that? <laughs> I'm just it was more of a what are you drinking? I oh, guess. okay. That I, I figured, but I wasn't sure. Um, Bloody <laughs> Mary, actually. Oh damn! Got some V8 in there. Uh, no, I uh, I just take Hunt's tomato sauce and then put oh, it in a wow, glass yeah. jar, add water, and shake it up and make my own juice. It's actually really good. Yeah, dude, that sounds delicious. I hit up the Costco today, and for the summer they had a 
24 pack of Lightning Kugel's Summer Shandy for Ooh. like 19 bucks. So not bad. I'm like, yep, that'll last me uh, at least four days. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very nice. But we have great information for this almost one year episode. And I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about this. I don't know. You were around when we it was kind of leaked to us, so it's nice to be able to put this out there. But it <laughs> appears that one of our officers in the Shattered Order has insider information about the new content. And when he was drunk the other night, he slipped it out <laughs> in officer chat. So it would appear that we are getting a ra- raccoon raid. A raccoon raid. Raccoon raid. And I'm stoked. So uh, I got him on Skype to come in here and tell us about it because I don't I don't really know everything. And he does. So uh, why don't we just call him and uh, see what he has to say? Let's do it. All right. Let's dial him up. We're doing it live. Never before done here on the Shattered Art Podcast. Ringing. Hey, hey, Zach. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up? How you doing? Well, we're doing good over here. How about you? I'm uh, I'm pretty good. I'm having a good night. Just kind of chilling. Not doing much. Figured you'd be <laughs> out chasing the raccoons. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's raining. It's raining pretty hard. Actually, my uh, my basement flooded. So. Oh, it's not good. Uh-uh. Yeah, we're so having you, a blast. So you got a raft blown up? Are you just rolling around in it down there? Uh, no, we have towels. Lots and lots of towels on the ground. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> Cycle them out with the uh, dryer? Um, not really, because uh, the water's kind of in front of the dryer. So uh, just kind of pile more towels up. So uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going. Rough night. Yeah. Well, uh... Glad we could take a moment of your time, then. I'm sure you're ready to get away from that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, based on what you, the information you gave us in uh, Discord the other night, from what I gathered, the first phase of this raccoon raid is you fight to the dumpsters. Phase two, you fight off the birds and the bears to take control of the dumpster. And phase three is you escape the homeowner and his broom to safety. Is that basically the gist, or? Uh, yeah, you're you're pretty close. So you're forgetting, uh, uh, you know, the side squirrels. Um, in phase oh. one. Um, yeah, you got the side the side squirrels because uh, you know, they they kind of support the uh, the main raid boss. So you, you gotta you gotta watch for them. Uh, they get annoying. They'll throw nuts at you. Um, <laughs> you gotta watch out for the acorn attack. It's it's killer. Sounds deadly. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it I starts on. It with nuts. I'll it tell you It starts on cooldown, so I mean, you have. A few, I mean, once it hits, I mean, you're you're just done. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> all right. So, how did all this happen? Like, what what started this? Yes, um, please explain it. Um, activities that that some may consider illegal in these parts that uh, had me slightly inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, trying to make heads or tails of what you were saying that night was glorious. 
Well, you know what? I got home and uh, I, I knew in the back of my mind, like, yo, we needed to have a raid open. So I got online and I was like, hey, do we have a raccoon raid open? <laughs> it just it didn't connect with me at first. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, hey, I was thinking about the guild even in in yeah. such a in such a state. I was I, I had you guys on my mind. Dude, that's the most impressive part. To be <laughs> that's dedication. Yes, we appreciate you. <laughs> well, it was so funny. Like the next day, I didn't see it when it actually happened. I just heard people talking about, you know, the drunken messages. I'm like, okay, I could go back and read. And yeah, it's, I mean, you can tell that uh, the thoughts aren't fully connected and there's a little bit of missing information. It was hysterical. I about died going back and reading it. Good stuff. All right, awesome. So, yeah, like uh, like I was saying, I was just going back and you know reading, reading the transcript, you know, of the events that that transpired that night, and uh, at a, it's a bit after uh, after one o'clock. It looks like I I, I messaged in the, in the officer channel. I said, "Dud, we opened the Bronco," and uh, <laughs> that was just good. We did, and then good night. And uh, that was that was the officer chat. The uh, the uh, the guild chat was a a little more uh, a little more interesting. Uh, I, I opened that up and I said, uh, uh, "Sold to Ion be open." And, uh, I think that was supposed to be "Shouldn't a raccoon be open?" or "Shouldn't a rancor be open?" I, I'm not sure. But then I then I went and I corrected and I said, "Shouldn't a raccoon be open?" And then uh, Mike. Mike decided to play along with me, Mike Mitsu, and he was just like, "Yeah, man." And I was like, a "Raccoon." And then, uh, that's the best part <laughs> is that you corrected yourself, a raccoon. Oh, yeah. So, and then I, I was just like, "Yeah, I, I like raccoons," but I'm going to bed. Good night. And uh, that was that was the end of it. And uh, and you guys, the next morning, you were just, "Hey, Zach, alive?" and that's awesome man so we have to clarify oh. we have you on to tell this story for two reasons one it was hilarious and entertaining two we want people to understand what the hell we're talking about from here on whenever we talk about the raccoon Yes, because that will be forever called the Raccoon Raid. Oh, sweet. I'm starting something. <laughs> yes, look what you've done. I'm going to be famous on the internet. Yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh. oh, sweet. Well, thanks for joining us, Zach. Appreciate thanks, that. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to, to hearing this tomorrow. And yes. uh, I'm going to get to bed, man. It's like one o'clock here. So, uh. I will. Uh, I will see you guys. Well, I won't see you, but I'll. Uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All, All right, right, later, buddy. See ya. All right. Oh, that was hilarious. Good times. Oh yes. Anyways, for those of you that don't get it, there is no raccoon raid. I don't. I. I just feel like telling you that. I don't think I need to, but uh, yeah. That has been the ongoing joke in our guild for, well, ever since that <laughs> happened. Uh, it'll never get old. I love that I corrected myself to raccoon. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Well, we brought that because we have very little information 
this week. But is there is some. So we'd like to start you off with a laugh. And uh, I don't think I've laughed that hard on this podcast yet. <sighs> oh, my God. My eyes are watering. That's great. Uh, mine are too. All right. So this week in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, why don't you tell us about that first thing there? Because uh, I don't want to scream it at everyone. Well, as you know, the uh, those little flash events, which are fantastic, by the way. Um, what what have you been thinking about them so far? I don't think they're too bad. I mean, yeah. I, we were talking about this before the show. I am not. I don't feel obligated to hit every single window. Yep. And I know that if I did, I would get you know decent gear from doing the little things, but. I have a life, and uh, it kind of grabs me sometimes, and sometimes I miss them in that small, tiny-ass window. So I think in the three days that we've had this Flash event, I've completed it probably five or six times. Okay. So I think it's great. I mean, I do like the fact that it's hard to complete with the event characters because it makes you strategize. Like, for example, so... Tier 1, which I found harder than Tier 3, but Tier 1, going into that last phase where there's the explosive boxes, if I couldn't didn't have two people near full, full turn meter going into that phase, I could only get, ever get one box, and then it was just wipe city. Yep. So it, it was every time I'd try my best to get... Kill the last dude when my other two are about to go so that I could kill those two boxes and then it's easy mode. But yep. that took a while to set up, you know. It's all RNG and how you do things and make your decisions. But I like that. I thought it was fun to figure out. So it Something didn't else make it too bad. Uh, you know? Pay attention to on those is Ezra, his special ability will give him 50% turn meter if he attacks something that doesn't have a buff on it. So you can actually use that ability to kill off those boxes in, you know, the next to last stage. And that can help manipulate your turn meter so that you can be sure to have someone at, you know, pretty good turn meter for that final phase. Absolutely. And that's how I ended up beating that the first time by accident because I didn't even know that. But, uh... I killed the dude, and all I had left was the boxes, and Ezra killed one. So he had 50% turn meter, and Hera was about to go. So last phase, I just had Hera blowing up, and then Ezra went first and shot the other one, and then there it was. Nice. But, yeah, I like these events. I think they're fun. The first three tiers. I can't do the bonus tier. So... Well, First let's three talk are about fun. that bonus tier. Why can't you do the bonus yeah. tier? I'll tell you why I can't do the bonus tier. I bet you it's the same reason as me. Uh, well, as you know, when the event started, it says you can use any of these characters, and it has all six listed. Mm-hmm. You go in and basically says that they give you a chopper so it won't let you use your chopper despite the fact that you have five five star phoenix characters so naturally that kind of seemed like a bug so they decided to fix it great right no yes no Uh. i meant (laughs) so rather than actually making it to where chopper counts as one of those fives they just 
removed Chopper as being listed as one of those five, and now you are required to have Sabine at five stars. Kind of a shitty move. I am a little more than frustrated by it. Like, remove the Chopper. Like, let us... I mean... Like, if you started gearing people up to try to just beat that event, and Chopper was one of those guys you geared up because he's one of the ones you're going to have at five-star, you're probably a little less than thrilled at the moment, I would assume. But, you know, that's beside the point. I just don't understand why they called it a fix. I don't. Nobody, Everybody knows it's not a fix. Yeah. It's basically, this was the bug, and this is how we're going to leave it. This, yeah, it was a way around I, fixing it's what it was. But, like, okay, by the time the end of the month comes, I hope I have her at five star. And I have her at a point where I think I can beat the last tier. And it is only a one-time reward thing. So I think I'll be able to get it. But the, the that's not the point to me. The point is, it was a bug and it wasn't fixed. It was just band-aided, basically. And it's weird to me, like, you've got six Phoenix characters, and in any other battle mode, I understand that implementing this into this event is a whole other animal, but in any other battle mode that uses an ally unit, right? You pick the ally unit, and then you pick your team, right? Why can't we just pick from the six, and then use the five we have, you know? No idea. That's the part that gets me. But I'm guessing... Well, here's the thing, right? This thing runs to the end of the month. You would think that in that time, depending on what's going on there, which we'll talk about even more later on, but you would think in that month they'd be able to figure that out and put it in and say, until then, this is how it has to go. We're trying to fix this, you know, and eventually you'll be able to use your characters. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of just like a, "Mm, sorry, this is what we're doing. So, this is probably going to put a lot of people who are in the same position as me in that you're probably going to have to spend some shard shop currency to get Sabine to five stars if you want to even attempt it. Um, Like, it's a bonus tier. Like, I don't have an issue with, like, it being difficult and not being able to beat it, but the way that they decided how you can even attempt it is just stupid, in my opinion. It's... I mean, if I can't beat it, that's perfectly fine. Like, if I don't get my Zetas, that's fine. Well, but my sh- question is, is it unbeatable using just five characters? Why don't you just take off the event character? Yeah, you that, know? that seems like a pretty easy solution, right? Not yet. In my mind, I don't know the mechanics and the logistics, but that just seems like the way it should have gone. I don't know. I would like. I don't want to sling too much mud, but this just seemed weird, you know. So I totally agree. It's it's more bizarre than anything, and just frustrating. Like I wish there was. I don't know. I guess wish there was a little bit more communication on what was going on here, because I feel like like we said another was, thing. Another thing we'll talk in depth about later. That's that's a good point. So anyway, there's a good chance if you're like me, you're going to have to spend a decent amount of your shard shop currency to even attempt to get the furnace, stun cuffs, and three Zetas. Which... Thankfully for me, at least, she has been showing up in my guild store 
pretty often, maybe uh, once out of the three resets a day. I wish. So I'm at 31 out of 65, so I'm pretty much halfway there to getting her to five stars. So I, I'm sure I'll have her by the end of the event at the end of the month. But like I said, having to wait for that, the reason that we have to is not fun. So I think I'm at 15. Yeah, that's a little rougher. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Oh well. All right. Wish I would well, have been there's another thing. But yeah, there's. I kind of. I have to believe that things are going to be, a little more transparent in the next coming weeks. Because if it's not, I think that's going to be a big issue. But we'll get into that, anyways. Now, something else happened this week, starting Wednesday night at around midnight for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, second month in a row with a legendary event, as we Ooh. talked about last week. Thrawn is finally here. So my question to you is, did you get... No, I'm going to save that question. I'm going to save it. I'm gonna, Okay. We're going to wait on that one, all right? So... We're going to go into this other stuff. So we found out when this ends, and that's going to be June 22nd at 07 UTC. And uh, so that gives us exactly one week of the event to get your Phoenix Squad up to the task to get your 7-star. So I want to ask, without you revealing if you beat it, what you thought of it. What did I think of it? Um, This event was obviously a little bit different. So far, all the legendary events have been one single phase with your characters against, you know, the legendary character and his little team. This one was not like that. Uh, Had, well, okay, so I think the first two only had two stages, then the next two had three stages, and then the five-star one had four stages and then i believe Mm. it's four stages from there on out if i remember correctly sounds about right so it's definitely a little bit more difficult you have to kill all these little joe schmoes before you actually get to thrawn you know various death troopers and fighter tie fighter pilots tie fighter pilots and yeah so Honestly, I think this was a really good change. It it changed things up a little bit, and I know there's a reason they actually did it. Um, Capgas mentioned on Reddit that it was to charge up Ezra. Wait, where? Do what? Where did he say it? On Reddit. What? A dev on Reddit? Whoa. I guess I should have, yeah, uh, mentioned that they're back on Reddit. You know what that means? Whoa. <laughs> that means that they uh, they heard we were killing it came from Reddit and uh, helped us out. That's yep. what I know. Uh, it's very exciting. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was basically to kind of help charge up Ezra's offense, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I can see it being added. However, I kind of like it just as a little bit of a change. I mean, it definitely adds a little bit more strategy, but it's not overwhelming either. 
here's where I disagree with you okay. on that. I don't disagree that it is an added change and it is different and more challenging. My only issue is this is the they should have done that on R2 because everyone had the people to get him. That, but to do it, add extra layers to getting Thrawn when you already people are already in a state where they're in a tizzy because, well, we just don't have them yet, you know? We don't have them ready. And to be a, a to- different than every other legendary event just adds to it to me. That's a good point. And as you can tell... Because if you don't have them geared to a certain level, you know, on the lower levels, that could be the difference between beating it or not, you know? That's true. If on the second layer... Well, there, I guess there's only two phases then, but... Even still, if the first if you get beat up in the first phase or the first two phases, and then you go in limping against Thrawn, it's not going to be not going to go as well as if you just started in there against Thrawn, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, the stage against Thrawn would probably be quite a bit more difficult if you know they um, didn't have the extra stages before it. But I do. Agree. I wish I could go back and and I haven't done it on my B account. Because I can't get to five star, but I think I can get to four at least. I should go back and look at that. I kind of want to look and maybe write down what Ezra was hitting for through each phase and just see how much more damage he actually got when I got to the last phase. You know what I mean? That's a good point because I didn't pay much attention either. Um, his right, we like we know that's the reason, but how much extra good did it actually do? His unique actually says that he gains ten percent offense at. Uh, the end of his turn and that effect can stack up to 40% and that that bonus is reset when Ezra is defeated now if you remember um, uniques are shared for everybody not true so So, everyone was ramping up yes so it should be a gradual increase for everybody once you eventually get to Thrawn. So your chopper's now hitting for 4,000 instead of the 1. Wouldn't it be 2,000 <laughs> instead of the 500? Either way, yeah. He's, yeah. I'm not good at maths. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's not a good damage dealer. Yeah, but yeah, he has his uses for sure. Oh, no question. No so. question. Um, so where were we at? Uh, basically I wrote down here from what the information I have on the event, gear seven works up to tier five. So you can, if you have some decent mods on your guys and you're, they're all gear seven, you can get through tier five. Tier six is a little trickier. Gear eight can work with good mods or arena team mods on them. Or you can have gear eight, gear ten, obviously, and some, you know, just thrown together mods and be okay on tier six. But as far as I've heard, tier seven, gear ten is required. I put that in quotes and arena mods to get those guys past Thrawn. What have you heard about tier seven? Uh, as far as tier seven, I've heard a few different things. I've heard it. I've heard of some people going with a couple characters that like gear eleven, then having some others like three of them at gear nine and eight Mm -hmm. but some of those people have you know god mods yeah (laughs) well well beyond arena mods 
So, yeah. like, your standard arena mods, I mean, I think gear nine's probably minimum, and then kind of at least having a couple characters, probably your damage dealers at least, being maybe gear 10 or 11 would probably be pretty beneficial. Of course, it's hard to say because I didn't get to tier 7. Yep, so that's where we're at. What did you beat? Well, I did get him at 5 star, and I did it with some under-geared characters. Uh, I think my chopper... Chopper and Zeb, I think, might even be gear 5, and then everyone else was like at gear 7. And uh, mm. I had some, I had some pretty decent mods. I threw on a few of them, but I didn't. Right. I didn't think it was that difficult. I thought it was pretty well balanced and still, still challenging. I did manage to beat it the first time, though. I am hoping that before the event ends, I'll be able to get him to six star, though. Gotcha. What about yeah, you? Yeah, see, I did get him at five star. All of my guys, I used everyone but Sabine, because my Sabine isn't at 5-star yet, but I have everyone at gear 7, so that helped out, and after the double drops on mods, and me been leveling them for the dailies every day, all my good ones, decent ones, I had some really good mods sitting around, so I threw all my really good ones that were sitting around on them, so I had good mods on them at gear 7, and it was a just walk through on tier five so easy peasy but uh, that's as far as i got because everyone i have is halfway to six stars except for ezra at nine out of 85 so everyone everyone that i used to get the five star everyone's about halfway to six star and ezra's at nine out of 85 because i've focused on Hera at the moment until she gets up to six star and then i was going to move to ezra but Sabine's only five, four stars, 3165, so that's, she won't even be an option by the time this event ends. And as far as between Hera and Ezra goes, I'm not even going to try for six star. I'm just going to wait for the next one to come around. Fair enough. Because I just, I'm not a guy that likes to stress myself out, and I feel like trying to pour everything into doing that. And then if I didn't make it, I'd be pissed at myself for doing that. So yeah. well, I don't think I'm going to make it and I don't want to even break my heart. So it's I haven't even unlocked him. I looked at the thing it says 100 to unlock. I'm like, I don't even want to spend that 100 right nice. now. I'm not going to do anything with you. Um, I did <laughs> unlock lock him, used him a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I'm going for six star just because I feel like I need some direction in this game at this point. Um, mm -hmm. There hasn't really been anything new, which we'll talk about. But, <laughs> I, you know, Thrawn's something to work towards, and that's kind of what I'm going with at the moment. So I'm going to keep working towards that. I've almost got Ezra to six star, and then I'll go back to Hera. I think she's 20 out of 85. So it should be pretty easy, although close, to get her to six star and then, you know, just go through and hopefully beat the event. See, my, uh, I'm in the unique position where I have direction in that I'm really enjoying the arena right now because my team is actually good. And uh, I'm just trying to level up characters to make my arena team better. 
So okay, let's go on a that's quick what I'm arena tangent. You still using the same team? And if so, how's it going? It would be going better if I used all five battles and had the time to do them. Fair enough. <laughs> but I do about three a day to try to stay in the mid-30s. So I usually drop between... I usually stop on the day around 30 to 35, and I'll drop anywhere between 40 and 50, and that's where I'll sit usually. I know I can get down further, down into like under 20, which makes dropping even harder, and I could keep up with that even better, but I just, you know my schedule with work, all night, sleep all day, three yeah. hours of to myself and then back to work, so... It gets hard to keep up sometimes, but I enjoy the arena now because I know I can get high because I got high <laughs> because I got high because I got high and saw right dot 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 <laughs> no the uh but yeah I, I'm enjoying the arena and I'm working on my R2's one gear piece from gear 11 now got really good mods on him and I'm hoping to throw him in somewhere and see what he can do. Nice. And since I have about 50 Zeta mats right now, depending on how he does, I might wow. actually throw some on him. Let's see what happens. That's a so, lot of Zeta mats. I know, man. I'm hoarding. I turned into Nika. Spend them. Spend them, spend them <laughs> like I do. It, honestly, 20 of them should have already been on Veers, but after <laughs> all my love fest, I still didn't put them on him yet. So Yeah. Cool. But, Yep, 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 yep. Um, so that's where that was. Uh, real quick. Any other closing thoughts on Thrawn? Oh, I was just going to mention that I actually spent Zetas today. Oh, snap. Uh, yeah, totally changed my If you're a repeat team. listener, you might know who it is. Yep. Uh, why gone? <laughs> I finally did it. Um, I, I'd been thinking about it and finally ended up doing it. And I'm now using Qui Gon lead with Jedi Knight, Anakin, Kenobi, Cherit, and R2, and it is really fun so far. We'll, s I literally like I built the team after payout today, so I haven't seen how well it's going to hold or anything yet, but I can give an update next week. Awesome, man. Yeah, I want to see uh, how well it's do it does for you, how well that pays off. And I got to wonder if, you know, Naughty pushed you in that direction. Mm. <laughs> Mr. Jedi not. over there. I hope not. <laughs> he probably did. Subliminal message or something. Got the idea. That's right. Damn it. <laughs> cool. So good old arena tangents. Love them. Yeah. I love them more now that I'm interested in it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It makes a difference. For sure. Um, well, they added some new banner options. Do you see these? I did see them. And you know, the funny thing is this seems like a pointless thing to even talk about on this podcast, but we got nothing better to talk about. Yeah, well, that's that's point A, <laughs> but point B is we were using one of the alternate Jedi logos in the game for our guild. But if you look on, like, let's say the podcast cover art 
or which is very similar to our guild's logo. The Jedi logo for that wasn't in the game, and they added it with these 10. So now, in-game, our Jedi logo actually matches our actual guild logo, so I'm pretty stoked about that, to be honest. And if you go and look at them, obviously, well, I don't even know if you're not a guild leader, if you can even look at them, but there are some pretty cool ones in there. And it would be maybe I'll go look through them this week and decide who the logos are because some I think they added a Mandalorian tag or if that wasn't in there already. There's there's some cool ones in there. So yeah, I've never but I was stoked that the actual Shattered Order logos in there. You know, it's funny. I I bet no one can see it but me as the guild leader. So I should just take some screenshots and show everyone. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't recall ever seeing that part. I did notice that along with this, though, they changed the little banner above the guild, the guild thing in the cantina. Uh, which just, which thing you talk about? Uh, just the little banner deal that is above the the uh, oh the guild thing. Okay, so like from the main cantina screen. Oh yeah, that's the, the one I picked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so whoever, whatever your actual guild logo is, is what goes there. Oh, I'll be damned. Okay. So that's why it changed. I added oh, our actual logo there, gotcha. and there it is. Okay, nice. Well, I feel like an yeah. idiot. Makes sense, though. Well, I honest, I didn't tell anyone I did it, so. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's probably thinking the same thing as you, like, oh, well, that's a weird change they did. <laughs> no, that was me. I'm like, sweet, our actual logo's in the game now. Very cool. But <laughs> um, some bug fixes. That's what they got next. So apparently Emperor yay. Palpatine was still scoring crits on Crackling Doom under Nihilus Lead. That is no longer happening. And uh, Nihilus Lead's cried. But no one of those things that shouldn't be happening and uh, now isn't. So if you're mad about it, too bad? Question mark? couple of Phoenix Squad updates for Hera and Ezra. Bug fixes they pushed out right before the Thrawn event. I'd mention them, but uh, you don't care. So, <laughs> EA Play. See, oh, there was a big, there was a big what to do on the Reddit this week because thing, screenshots kept pouring in of random, we're sorry for your inconvenience, here's some crystal pictures. And those crystal pictures were not insignificant. What was and it, 1.6 thousand crystals? 1.6 K? No, no, it's 16,000 crystals. No, and, there has uh, to be a decimal in there. Come on. There might have been, but they didn't put it into the code. crystals? Dude, I won a complete $100 vault of crystals for going to EA Play. And on top of that, let me just point this out, too. Apparently, there were people who took their entire guild's ally codes with them and were allowed to give it to them, and their entire guild got 16,000 crystals. That's crazy. I can neither confirm or deny that that is actual truth, but it has been said by several people that it happened to their guild. So I will say to me, that's crazy. We cannot confirm that based on our experience, as you can yeah. probably 
tell by, you know, our lack of gear. Yeah. By the fact that I'm still waiting to finish gearing my R2 to 10 or 11. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's oof, significant. 16,000 crystals. Holy cow. And then on top of that, 15 Sabine shards, which are just like gold right now with this event and the flash events. So holy smokes. You know, what my first thought when I heard this was what? Giggles got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? My first fly thought from <laughs> not about giggles. I just love him so much. Uh, let's not talk about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, my first thought was, see you all g- at EA Play next year. Yeah, right? It's only a six-hour drive for me. Oh, that's so, it? It's only like yeah. a four-hour well, flight for that, me. That and maybe two weeks of uh, guff for my wife. Ah, you'll be fine. Tell her it's <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. It's for, I'm doing work. Exactly. I'm doing work, Joy. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. That is a lot. I wish I'd gone now. But um, I hope Mick Mall's enjoying it. Oh, Bastard. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if you haven't seen it, uh, there is a little thing going around. It's been over Reddit, the forums. There is a petition. You must sign the petition. Put your name on the dotted line. Exactly. Basically, there are some people that... I'm not sure exactly who started it. Um, I can tell you. Perfect. So, there's a group, large, very large group of us guild leaders and uh, others are like... Come on, some of the other officers from these guilds that are invited in there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's invited. You just have to ask someone. Ask me. I'll get you invited in. But there is a Discord server for all the guild leaders. And we've all been talking about it in there. And we kind of all just decided. I say we. I consider myself part of the group. But I, it was, I wasn't a big part of it. But decided that, you know, it's getting annoying not being able to tell who's contributing their 600 energy because there are so many bugs associated with it. And uh, this group of people decided to post a respectful, not post it and get deleted immediately post onto the forums asking that this is finally looked into and taken care of. So if you're not aware If you look on the guild screen and try to keep track of who has done their 600 energy a day for the guild to get the points to run raids, it's bugged in a lot of ways. Like, individual people's screen will say they're 600-600, and then on the guild screen it will say they're 380 out of 600, or this or that. And then the numbers don't add up sometimes, and it's just really annoying to try to say, okay, well this guy wasn't able to do his 600 let's talk to him to make sure you know why that was and if he didn't know to look into it to make sure he did it and so the guild leaders all decided let's make a post let's all sign it let's get it going and rocking and let's see how many people we can get to sign it and then from there it was posted on reddit to get more people to sign it 
There was a video put out today by Reality Skewed Gamers to get more people involved in seeing it, and it's just something that's been rolling for the last few days to just try to get them to look at this, try to try to bring it to their attention and say, hey, you know, rather than 40 different posts on the forum saying, hey, can you look at this? A unified front saying, hey, we really want you to look at this. Just, you know, to see if they actually listen, you know? Yeah. And this is one of those things really important because there are a lot of guilds that have those minimum requirements. And this makes it a total pain in the ass to have to, you know, go through and have everybody, you know, either submit something saying that they got their 600 or whatever, rather than just being able to go and look like you should be able to, like it's set up to do, just doesn't accurately reflect the numbers. So, yeah, right. fixing this would be a huge burden off the shoulders of a lot of guild leaders and officers. Yeah, because there's some guilds out there, and I know a few that have, you know, energy officers, and their one job is to keep up a spreadsheet to watch how much energy people are doing, you know? And, like, that's not a thing that should ever have to happen, especially when it's in the game. It just doesn't work. So if that's something that speaks to you as an officer, a guild leader, or someone that's constantly being hounded about not getting your energy when you know you are, (laughs) go sign this petition. We're going to put the link in our show notes hopefully we will get try to get that in there but if we can't we'll we'll tweet it out on our uh, twitter account so you can find it there definitely so yeah go check into that we just wanted to make everyone aware of that good stuff absolutely what's coming up this week uh well thrawn will still be here until the 22nd of june Make sure mm-hmm. you get your Thrawn unlocked. Um, as always, the, uh, well, what the hell you call them? Flash events. Those will carry mm-hmm. on on any day divisible by three. I'm going to let y'all figure <laughs> that out. Let y'all do a little bit of math this week. That's your math homework for the week. Didn't I already tell you my maths aren't good? Yeah, it's okay, though. It's okay. <laughs> You'll be okay, Dan. Yeah. You don't care about the flash <laughs> events anyway. We've been over this. <laughs> What's a flash event? <laughs> well, I know it's not an Omega battle like we have on this weekend, the 17th and the 18th. Um, and about that. So I got a question. <laughs> so June 17th, we got all the information on the flash event. The 18th is still just the start and end date which me and you talked about, and you had this big elaborate plan of what it could be. Do you remember that? No. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. Okay, me neither. So uh, we'll see what happens, because nobody knows what it's going to be and what's coming. We'll just have to find out with everyone else. So how about this? Everyone that listens to the podcast and is in our Discord, if you remember what Wink's magic idea of this Omega battle with no information was, please tell us, because we would love to know. So, I think I may remember, but I'm not 100% sure, so I'm just going to keep quiet. Are we ever 100% sure about anything around here? That's actually a really good point. We never are. (laughs) 
98% at best. There is one thing I'm certain about, and that is that you're about to tell us what came from Reddit. Oh, man, dude, I am impressed. Maybe I'm getting really drunk, but these transitions are on point tonight. (laughs) Can I just say that? Right. Man. I mean, we're, we're literally writing the segue. It's, it's <laughs> yes. So, it came from Reddit. That's right. You heard correctly. It is not dead like I said it was going to be last week because they just won't let it die. Which means next week there will be no dev posts. And I will be like, well, <laughs> the guy died. He had a few heartbeats left and then he now he's gone. Just let him go. <laughs> But anyway, some devs posted on Reddit, including Top Hat and Cap Gasp. So we'll talk about Top Hat, Top Hat real first. We'll talk about Top Hat first. But uh, someone had mentioned, made a post on Reddit out of all the thousands of posts on Reddit. And it was kind of complainy. I'm not going to lie. It was a little whiny. So I'm kind of surprised there was a dev post. But it, it was there and it was nice. So thanks, Top Hat. But we, we need an audio said, drop of a baby crying. <laughs> Every time. But the uh, they mentioned that they were annoyed, imagine that, that the uh, there weren't any of notifications on your phone whenever a flash event opened, right? So you only get the hour. And it would be really nice if your phone decided to make whatever appropriate noise you have set up at you to tell you, hey, this just opened. You have an hour. Go do it. And uh, Top Hat said that they are working on alert, uh, working on alerts for when flash events open. So uh, that might actually become a thing, and that might actually make me do it every time because half the time I'm like, forget the time when it starts, you know. So you know what else would be really nice? What's that? To not have to close out of the app and restart the damn thing to get events to appear. <clears throat> True. Because I was I was wondering, I was like, I thought there was supposed to be a flash event today. And it wasn't showing up at all. Close the damn thing out, go back into it. Oh be damn, there's a freaking credit high stand of flash event. So I just want to take us off the rails. That's my new catchphrase, by the way. I'm gonna take us off the rails for a minute. It's fitting. So <laughs> you're talking about having to close the game and reopen it to get something to work. This week, Twitter. I don't know if anyone uses the actual Twitter app on uh, their phone on iOS, but everybody was talking about this new update and the way it changed the way everything looked. So weird. And I went and updated mine, and I opened it, and it looked the exact same damn way. And I I started, like, messaging people, like, why are you saying this looks bad? It looks the exact same. What is your issue? You know, why are people so mad about this? Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try something. So I force closed the app, opened it back up. And then, holy crap, it looked like I had gone from, you know, one place to another. Yeah. Totally different. You know what my favorite thing about the new Twitter app is? What's that? Up in the left-hand corner, it shows you a picture of what Twitter account you're currently in. You would not believe the number of times that I have tweeted something like either in the Shattered Order Twitter account that's supposed to be from my personal Twitter account or vice versa. Or the other way around. Yeah, so it drives me crazy. Now it's so much easier to figure it out. 
So somewhere in there, people are like screen capping, like when the Shattered Order said this. Yeah, Shattered Order. Why are they talking about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Go figure. Um, Real quick, while we're on this tangent of phones and apps and all this nonsense, did you hear about the new iOS? I did not. Now I'm excited. Is it good or is it bad? Oh my god, it's so good. They are finally adding (laughs) screen capture in the iPhone. Yay! Wait, what? Yes. Cannot believe you didn't hear about this. I was going to bring it up last week. Screen capture? Oh, for like video? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm like, dude, all you got to do is hold the home button and the side button and screen caps for now. Yeah, I was so confused. Yeah. I'm no, like, like, hey, full I've got a screen capture and editing, and yeah, it's. I am. I thought so I was gonna excited. blow your mind there in a, for a second. <laughs> like, wink. Guess what? It already exists. <laughs> no. Oh no, that's cool, man. So now you'll be able to uh, record your screen, edit, and actually make some videos right from your phone. That'll be cool. Yeah. Especially for our game content. Man, that's awesome. Heck yeah, it is. I'm no more plugging into QuickTime on my Mac. See, that's part of why we don't get much stuff up on the YouTube channel. Because it is just such a pain in the ass to make sure you're around a computer when you want to record something. So, I promise you, once this update hits my phone, you better start checking the YouTube channel. Because there will be at least a video posted every month. We'll scare off all the Jawas and the Tuscan Raiders that have gathered in the dust, and then you can watch new stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's more, awesome. More Jawa engineer videos. Yes. I'll just keep posting videos of my Jawa engineer rolling through uh, the Omega Battles. Perfect. But my whole point bringing us off the rails like this was to say it would be cool if they, those events popped in there. They probably should be popping in there on their own, but a lot of apps don't update themselves unless you close them and bring them back up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's different. I don't know. Anyway, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> it probably is, yeah. but I'm going to, I'm going to make my point anyway. That's fine. Anyway. That and I want to talk about Twitter. I love Twitter. Who doesn't Screw love Facebook. Twitter? Yeah. People that want to talk to their grandma on Facebook. I I like to be short and concise. I never ramble on about anything. Never. Not. I mean, I've never done that in my entire <laughs> life. So that's this, what I love Twitter about Twitter. Actually helps you. <laughs> it keeps you focused. Yes. It, Give me the real information. Yeah. It constrains me. It forces me to focus in and just give. I always end up making multiple tweets, it seems like. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. let's go off the Linking rails them together. back to where we were supposed to be talking about whatever it was. So we'll jump back on the rails. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, let's jump back on the rails. Gosh dang it, man. I feel terrible. Now we need a train, like, sound drop. I'm going to get my iPad set up where <laughs> we can start using this stuff. It'd be great. Just wait. My anger just now was at the fact I I tried for at least five seconds to come up with a good transition into this next part, 
to keep it rolling, but I couldn't. So we're just going <laughs> to we're going to jump right into where uh, the leak happened. So let's talk about the leak. So this week there was a leak, a big leak, beta tester type leak. So for everyone out there that thought you were the just the Big beta tester in the actual game, there breaks. is a beta test. What's that? Big leaks are generally considered breaks. Okay, well, there was a break. Something broke, and it was broke bad. Yes. So before we go into this, I just want to say this. We have a pretty good relationship with EA, I think, because we've had Jesse on the podcast in, you know, he said he wants to come back, and we've talked to him about coming back once he gets a little less busy. So we don't want to ruin that relationship by talking about something that they've already said they've had an issue with this week, you know. So we're going to talk in generalities, but I don't think that should diverge. I'm so drunk. I don't think that should take <laughs> away from the conversation at all. I don't think anyone will lose any information just because we don't go into detail. Agreed. But there was a picture taken this week by someone that was a beta tester and leaked to someone else. Now, whether that leak was what went straight to Reddit and other places like the forums from that guy, or he shared it with someone under confidentiality with them, hoping they wouldn't tell anyone, and that guy changed it, doesn't matter. This picture got out there, and it showed... Screen caps of what a new in-game content is going to look like. And so I just wanted to say, I don't care what it was. The fact that there's actually something there and tangible now that I have seen with my own eyes and looks kind of refined to a point makes me excited that perhaps it is coming soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely a lot here. Like you said, we want to maintain a good relationship with EA. It's important that EA kind of can do stuff like they do with the Game Changers and that they can kind of get some of this content out to some extent and be able to, you know, like let them announce stuff and be able to work with a community like that. That's important. And that's what's frustrating about this is that it kind of ruins it for everybody. I mean, it's mm. it's not good for the players because it's they're not going to tr- you know, trust these type of people to release this stuff near as much I wouldn't think. Um mm. and you know, we've seen pictures there were pictures posted like in our Discord we took it down as far as I'm concerned, like that's personal property of EA and shouldn't be out there. They don't want it out there. Shouldn't be. And that's fine. Um, <laughs> but it would be nice if there was a little bit more transparency on what's going on and what's kind of being worked on because there has been a lot of talk for quite a while now about, just the staleness of the game and you know there have been a lot of people leaving i mean well let's talk about that for a second right so my b account is in another heroic aat guild kind of a group of guilds and uh just today 
two or three of the bigger spenders, whales in that guild that said that they were getting tired of the game. There's nothing to do. They're kind of thinking of dropping out. And that came as a complete shock to a lot of us because, you know, when someone puts that much into the game, enjoys building their rosters that much and suddenly is just not interested anymore, that's a big deal, you know? And even in our own guild, and I don't want to be bringing up any bad feelings, being sad about it, but Giggles, you know, that Uh, was his deal. I know. That was his deal, you know? It's just too much, not enough going on, too much frustration. There's, It's just a... It, I, I almost use the word epidemic right now, but and it might be, but there's a lot of people that are just ready to be done because there's there's only so much you can do with new characters, and they all go into the same things, and it's just not as fun to get a new character when there's not anything to do with them, you know? So true. And So, to me, new characters aren't new content. Agreed. You know? Totally agree. And that's i mean this is kind of where i've been for a while not a long time but a little while with the game is i've got to where I'd, like i love arena but even that i'm losing interest in just because you know you fight the same people all the time um and there is nothing else really like we we really need something more to do and th- that was part of the reason why i just went ahead and zated qui-gon's like I want to do something just different. And that's always an option and it helps. But there was nothing like when that AAT tank raid came out and we were trying different team comps and as a guild trying to beat it. Mm -hmm. We need that again. That, That was the highlight of this game is trying to get through that. And... And once you get through the first one, getting through the heroic, you know, there was just tears of it. Not to mention the fact that before they kind of nerfed the HAT, or not H, the heroic, but the regular AT, it was, all, it was impossible for a lot of guilds, you know? Yeah. People forget that. You were banging your head against the wall trying to beat that, and everyone's working their damnedest to try to cut down how the amount of time it took you to finish just a normal and that looking back now that was fun at the time it was like holy crap how can this be so damn hard compared to the rancor yeah but no kidding it was enjoyable in that aspect you know and that's how i think any new content they put out where we're gonna all have to work together to finish something or to accomplish something that's how it's going to come across to everyone is Let's all work together again to figure out how to do this and be the most efficient at it and see if we can be the first to be the best at it, you know? Yep. That's what the game needs right now, to me. A new thing to work on. 100% agree. And it would be great if we could see anything, like any sort of video, if they could come on and, you know, talk about it. Um jesse or whoever has an open invite to join our podcast if they want to and talk about it we we would not mind just saying um yeah for real (laughs) everyone is pining for this information so whatever you you don't even have to put a date on it yep give us 
Something to look broad, forward over to. the top terms. You know, you don't even have to go down to the bare details. Tell us what it's going to be like. Give us anything to look forward to rather than, I wonder if they're going to announce anything this month or if we're going to wait two months. Yep. The end of the summer. When, like, when are we going to hear something? Yep. Because we, we, honestly, this is how where I am right now. If I hear about another new character coming out before I hear about new content, I'm going to be pissed. Totally agree. Here's like, my analogy for this. Real anger, don't understand why we're getting another new character when we should be getting new content. We, we, we don't even want the nipple right now. We, we'll take a pacifier. Just give us that. Yes. Like, Squirt the milk across the room and I'll drink it. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll always take but, the know. milk. That's what we need, it's milk. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. If you know that quote, then you are a, an old man like me. We've I'm going to say it again and see if you know it. Feed me, Seymour. I, I don't. Oh, man, come on. What Little Shop of Horrors. What is it? Have you ever seen Little Shop of Horrors? No. What's that? Oh, it's, well. Never even heard of it. It's a musical from the 90s or 80s. Anyways, moving on. So there was a rumor that the announcement for the new content was pulled at EA Play because the leak happened earlier in the day. This quote-unquote rumor sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would you pull the content announcement when something was leaked? You know what I mean? I why have would that no stop idea. you from continuing to give the information? That's why I don't think it's real. But I think if anything, that would have been more of a reason to just go ahead and get it out there. It's yeah, exactly. it seems a little bizarre. It's I don't know. I I really don't know what to think. Um, I really hope we get an announcement or something like just anything regarding this. I mean, you know. Let us have a peek at the nipple. Come on, anything. This is it's funny to me because we finally got found time in the podcast to talk about this, but this is something that I wanted to put in as a topic for probably the last five podcasts. Yeah. And it's especially true now after EA Play when we thought we were going to get what we were going to talk about all those episodes ago. The little deal we don't know what's coming. It did. It did. Go check our Twitter. There's some funny pictures content. there. Sorry. No, it's just another character. You got to work for it differently than other characters. What I, I get that, and it gave some people direction. Like even you, me. You know, it's something to do. It is not the type of something to do that I want. You know. Agreed. I don't want to sound okay. I have a feeling that everyone that listens to this will agree with us on this, but I don't want to say this for the two people that will think we sound privileged or that we think we deserve something. The fact of the matter is this is a game where people play it to enjoy it. If people aren't playing it, they're going to quit playing it. If enough people quit playing it, it won't exist. The fact of the matter is this game needs something new to continue to exist. That's all I'm saying. And, I mean, we're talking about, I mean, you and I have both been playing basically since the game came out. We do an hour-long hour, plus, hour long 
podcast every week about the game. And we're talking about how stale and just undirected the even, game seems like. Like Before Phoenix came out, I didn't even do Galactic War. It was just such a chore to me that I just... Every night I was like, no, nope, I don't want to do this tonight. I, yep. I'm tired of it. And then they put a character in there that I needed, and then I started doing it again. But it's just gotten to the point where there's stuff... I don't want to do anymore because it's just so monotonous and the same. It feels like need the something same different. patterns over and over. Yeah. The only thing that changes every day is what piece of gear I'm trying to farm <laughs> for the one character I've been farming for two weeks. Yeah. You know? So that's all I'm trying to say. We need new content. There was a leak. It made me happy. I'm sorry for them that it leaked. I understand that it wasn't in their best interest, but... Uh, it happened. So, yeah. I'm happy to see that there is new content out there. I want the announcement. That's what I'm waiting for. Yep. And whoever just listened to that music montage behind me while I spoke, I think my wife put that on back there to uh, emphasize my point. <laughs> it's too bad it quit before I didn't finish my, my point, but... I'm going to have to tell her thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about something cool instead. How about that? I like it. And that's it. our brand new content, Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that window is way too small. Okay, that's better. All right, I have Grand Admiral Thrawn right in front of me right now. And uh, I want to talk about him. He's By the way, I got a question for you. They're throwing me off. I'm looking at his power number. Oh, nine, I thought nine, you were nine, about to ask zero. if he was the guy from Avatar. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I have never seen Avatar. Oh, good movie. I saw, from what I heard, uh, I saw Titanic, so. Oh. Or maybe that's a different movie. Let's move on to what I was trying to say. Where is, you have your R2 at Gear 11? Yes, he is almost completely maxed. I just need 23 more traffic lights, and he will be completely done. And where does he sit on your power list of characters? Second behind Kenobi. Isn't that crazy? I thought that was crazy. Like He's a little badass. Kenobi is my number one. Then you got R2 there, and then a bunch of tanks. I'm like, how is a support this... I know that number really doesn't mean anything, but it's like, holy crap. Why is this dude so powerful? Yeah. Anyways, it looks like Thrawn's the same because his power number is 9,990. 9, so you get him geared, he's going to be up there too. Yeah. yeah, crazy. But let's talk about these abilities because I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't watch... I watched the videos on his gearing. I didn't really watch the videos on his abilities when they came out from the uh, YouTubes. Sorry, Nukin. Sorry, McMull. Sorry, Warriors. Sorry, you guys. Um, but I read these yesterday, to be honest, and uh, they kind of blew my mind. I knew what Fracture was, and I knew what it did, but I didn't really read anything else. It's kind of crazy. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so, and it's funny how 
They kind of made his leader ability like Rex, but way less efficient. As far as turn meter goes, um, I'll get maybe it. it's it's just it's different. Well, I don't. I'll tell you why I think that in a second. Okay. But let's start on this first one. So basic is called manipulate with a very high damage output. Like I, I didn't go and look at where this ranks, but it looks like it would have to rank in the top. So manipulate his basic has a damage range of seventy eight hundred to eighty six hundred. Huge numbers, basic-wise. And it says, Against characters that deal special damage to target enemy, grant them speed up for one turn. So it gives them a buff. Or if they already had ability block, inflict stun for one turn instead. When speed expires, so after their next turn, inflict ability block on them. These effects can't be resisted. So basically it's an ability block but it speeds them up so they take a turn quicker. And you know what's really interesting about that? What's that? Tenacity up does not prevent additional buffs from landing. So this is basically a way to ability block and bypass through tenacity up without Darth Nihilus. That is a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. So when it changes from speed up to ability block... When they're putting on that ability block, it doesn't check tenacity then? Uh, it says these effects can't be resisted, so I'm assuming no. Crazy. That is that is a good, very good point. The ability does a different thing against raid bosses, so deals special damage to target enemy and inflict defense down for two turns, which can't be resisted. So instead of the ability block slash speed up combo that he does against characters, since... Speed up would really screw you, and ability block does nothing to a raid boss. You actually do defense down on the raid boss, which actually can be very helpful in a raid. So, I think we, pretty nice there. I think we talked about this last week, but it would be nice if they started doing this for a lot more characters. Yeah, I think we did talk about that because it's there's just a lot of characters where what they normally do, let's say built for Galactic War or Arena. Does not work against the rink or the rink, the raccoon or the heroic AT. Yep. So, but it is interesting. He is the first one to do this, so maybe it is setting the path for others. So we'll get, we will see how that goes. And uh, the fact that he can stun if it's somebody already has ability block. Um, mm-hmm. That could be kind of interesting if you can kind of like pair him with Kenobi and like Boba. So like have Kenobi call in all the assists after Boba ability blocks. Just mm-hmm. random theory craft. You could definitely uh, stun someone that way for easy peasy. Yep. Especially if Boba ability blocked everyone. Yeah. Now you can just pick who you want to stun. It's crazy. Second or first special called Fracture. This is the one that has the special debuff in it. So he deals special damage to target enemy four times. Four times. This is crazy. Dispel all debuffs on them. Or sorry, dispel all buffs on them and remove 50% turn meter. So now you're seeing where he can work really well in the, against the raccoon. 
and inflict fracture until the start of Thrawn's next turn, or until Thrawn is defeated. So let's say you're talking about the raccoon. So now you've taken off 50% turn meter, and you put fracture on him. This uh, fracture cannot be copied or dispelled. This attack can't be evaded or resisted. So basically, it's going on no matter what you want. Whatever you feel. If you don't want it, it's still going on there. Now, what fracture is? Fracture on characters, speed set to zero, can't gain buffs, bonus attacks, or bonus turn meter. So basically, that guy is not going for a while. And against raid bosses, 50, minus 50% speed. Doesn't stack with speed down. Can't gain buffs, minus 30% counter chance. So basically, it's a fracture is a double speed down on uh, raid bosses. Pretty awesome. Which is pretty ridiculous. Um, so random theorycrafting like this might make him on a vader team easy to solo again my first thought was using him on a phase three team of the aat because he can put the negative 50 percent speed and reduce the counter chance by 30 percent so you know that b2 thing you know, he's going to be slower. He won't be countering. So mm-hmm. you could s- probably set it up to where you could, I mean, just kind of pound away at that guy and not have him counterattacking at all, which would be pretty awesome. Since I do not have Seven Star Thrawn, which we talked about, I did not watch these videos yet, but there are videos out there of an updated Chirpatine team with Thrawn in it doing massive damage in Phase 3. So, take that for what it is. He just amplifies chirpatine damage. It's crazy from what I... The screen caps I've seen of it. I believe McMull has a video on this. I I think he was the one that posted it in his video in our Discord. And that is where I get the information from. So, if you're interested in that, check out McMull's YouTube. And he's got a video up in... Sounds pretty nice, especially since most people are always looking for a way to get better damage in Phase 3. If you can manage to get 7th Star Thrawn, that is going to be a major upgrade if you run Chirpatine. So. For sure. Faux show. He's got a second special called Grand Admiral's Command. This is the one we kind of talked about hearing the ability at EA Play. But he will swap turn meter with target other ally. Dispel all debuffs on Thrawn and that ally, and they recover 40% protection. So not only does he give them their one, his 100% turn meter, he dispels all their debuffs on them and himself, and they get 40% protection. Pretty nice. Not to mention the added bonus I talked about last week where it's not an assist, so they're ta- actually taking a turn and their abilities... Uh, cooldowns will be taken down by one also so pretty sweet move there yep and i like this because it's not like the ability that jen has where it essentially you end up wasting turn meter in a way this ability just swaps turn meter so there's no turn meter actually wasted 
Yeah, and that's another thing I didn't even think about with the wording there. Swap turn meter. So if you swap it with, depending on who you swap it with, he could be going again or, you know, you can bring someone up that was had just went. Yep. This, this is a very, very interesting move. And while I was thinking of there in the pauses, the fact that this is his kit is so. And then with every kit that's come out recently, it is so complicated in depth that the AI is just gonna kill this character. Yeah. And so it'll be fun on offense. Maybe they can push you all the way up to number one, but they are not going to keep you there. If you are going to use least. him on uh, Arena or whatever, you really need to battle some other Thrawns and see what they do when on defense so that you can get an idea of how to make the team kind of try to work. It's going to be difficult yep. when a kit's this complicated, but, I mean, any understanding for it, will typically help definitely better than going in blind that's for sure yep so thrawn has two zetas and the first one goes on his leader ability and his leader ability is empire allies have 15 percent max protection so it adds 15 max protection on top of what they have 25 percent offense offense is always great and gain 20 percent turn meter this is the part we talk about with comparison to rex Gain 20% turn meter whenever they resist a detrimental effect or suffer a debuff. So whether you resist it or you get the debuff, you gain 20% turn meter. Whenever an Empire... This is the... This is the Zeta part. Whenever an Empire ally gains or loses a status effect, debuff or buff, they recover 2% protection. Empire allies all gain a new special ability, which we kind of talked about last week, and it actually is the thing I was thinking it was going to be. Empire allies gain a new special ability, Maneuver, which dispel all debuffs on this character and gain 50% turn meter. So everyone is on your team, if he's the leader, is going to have an extra button on their kit to dispel the debuffs on them and give themselves 50% turn meter. That is pretty crazy and yep. unprecedented and could lead to some very crazy things in the future. Yeah. Uh, this is... I think this could end up being really big. The Just the fact that they came up with this idea to implement it opens up and, a lot. And it works. Work. Yeah. And it does it. So it's, it's already it's in cool. there in the game. Yep. They can do it again. You know? I used him... I beat Half Galactic War with a Thrawn team with what TIE Fighter Pilot, Royal Guard, Death Trooper, of course, and uh, Palpatine, I think. Uh, and it was actually, I mean, it was pretty interesting. It was fun getting to use Fracture and, you know, the turn meter thing and using the, uh, the ability to clear the cooldowns. So nice on some of those characters that, you know, don't have a cleanse. Or when you don't have mm-hmm. friends on team, the fact that they actually can get rid of debuffs, very nice. Their own cleanse, or he can use the his second special to cleanse them and himself and give them turn meter. It adds a lot of cleansing to Empire teams, which I know sure. that Nukin will be happy about. So well, I haven't talked to him since this information came out. I'm kind of curious 
if it's the type of uh, cleansing that he had hoped for. I'll have to ask him. And the giving up or getting back 50% turn meter. Uh, so I guess you're giving up 50% turn meter to get rid of debuffs. Not a bad mm-hmm. trade-off. No, definitely not. But here, here's the part where... Oh, and throw in all the, the extra fact that his leader ability for every detrimental effect that... Uh, oh, never mind. That doesn't work that way. Forget what I just said. Scratch, scratch the record. Bring it back a second. Let's talk about the Rex part to this, that I think he... He kind of is built like Rex, but not as good. So he gets 20% turn meter whenever they resist a detrimental effect or suffer a debuff. So anytime someone tries to put something on them, they're going to gain 20% turn meter. There are characters that don't do that on their basic. They don't do any buffs. They don't do any debuffs. They don't do anything but shoot you, right? Yep. The one thing that you can always count on in an arena battle is crits, right? They're either going to happen or they're not, but every shot has a chance to crit. And every shot that crits is going to give turn meter. With him, it's debuffs, and not every character does that. So that's why I don't think it's as good, because it's not. there's not a chance from every single attack to trigger that turn meter, whereas with Rex there is. That's just why I, I didn't. I don't think that turn meter gain is as effective. Yeah, it's Does that make sense? I agree. It's definitely not as effective, and it's empire only. But there are a ton of characters that do, uh, you know, debuffs, and a lot of those characters are faster. I guess we are kind of in this world of no debuffs which is kind of bizarre i mean bases seems to be really the only character that's being used that often that debuffs well i guess r2 uh so it could be good against r2 i guess maybe i don't know but i think my main point is leaving it open like that there is a way a clear way to counter his leader ability, you know what I mean? Yes. That, Whereas with that, Rex, yeah. you can't counter unless you take all your crit mods off. And even still, there's a chance you crit. Lead. You know? Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I That's almost, the only way. I wonder if Thrawn wouldn't be better if he didn't have the Dispel ability that he gives everyone. Because I was using mm-hmm. him in Galactic War and just autoing in a couple battles. And... Even, like, a damage over time, they would dispel the debuff. And sure, they'd gain 50% turn meter back, but, I mean, if if somebody... So if it was there, they were using it? Yeah, so basically, getting a debuff costs them 30% turn meter. Because they gain 20% turn meter, but then they're going to turn around and give up 50% turn meter to get rid of the debuff. At least on, mm-hmm. you know, theoretically on defense. Which right. isn't quite so good. Yeah, not terribly efficient. And the uh, you know the debuffs that you would really want to get rid of, you can't get rid of because it's you know ability block and stun. So, mm-hmm. I I kind of wonder if the maneuverability actually is a lot of what makes him worse on defense. 
Could be, because not only does it make his kit and him less effective, because it's so hard for the AI to use, but then you're adding an extra button to everyone else and kind of makes them unpredictable. Yep. Hmm. He's got one more, his unique, called Ebb and Flow, which also has a Zeta. And it's... Excuse me. Thought is 100% counter chance, 100% tenacity, and minus 50% speed while any enemies are fractured. So he'll always counter, he'll always resist a debuff, and he'll move slower while while an enemy is fractured. So you say, why would I want to be 50% slower? Well, the fracture only stays on till um, the start of his next turn. So that's a good thing. Yep. And whenever another Empire ally uses a special ability while Thrawn is active, that ally gains 50% turn meter. And if an enemy is fractured, Thrawn and fractured enemies lose 15% turn meter. But that's a mouthful. But basically, if your guys are using a special, they gain turn meter when he's active. And if someone's fractured, that enemy and Thrawn lose 15% turn meter. So basically, Thrawn is even slower. So yep. that guy's going to be fractured longer. The part that I don't get is why the fractured enemy loses 15% turn meter. He's not gaining any. Well, but once... The idea being, say, if you fracture someone that's at 80% turn meter, theoretically they could be back at 0% turn meter once fracture expires. That makes sense. I guess I was thinking that fracture set them back down to zero, but that's just their speed. Yes. They, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I gotcha. Basically, the Zeta will add 50% counter chance, taking it to 100, and the 50% tenacity, taking it to 100. And it also adds the loss of turn meter to the fractured enemy and to Thrawn. So, not a bad Zeta, I don't think. Definitely adds to adds to what Fracture does. Yep. This so. is kind of random. I don't know why I just thought about this, but uh, you know what'd be really cool? They have all these characters with these, you know, uh, unresistible debuffs and stuff. Why don't they like just make a Zeta ability, like for say Death Trooper, and make his death mark uncleansable? Mm-hmm. Like, I would a good... totally spend a Zeta on that. Yeah, for sure. If you could put the little lock icon on there, that'd be awesome. I would it's really, And it doesn't seem like it'd be too hard to do either, you know? No, and I think you can make a lot of characters way better by doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And that would kind of bring debuffs back into the game. Because with all this tenacity up nonsense, I mean... The buffs are basically worthless. I mean, mm-hmm. especially when you're playing a team with three cleanses on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it would be nice if you could spend a Zeta, like you know, the rarest, uh, you know, resource in the game, to be able to get that advantage over, you know, tenacity up. I think that'd be cool. But anyway, for sure. Uh, Hit us with those raw stats before we go. Yes. Then. Tell us where he's at. Well, he is 
150 speed. This dude is not slow. I think he's one of the faster Empire characters, in fact. Uh, I know TIE Fighter Pilot's obviously faster, but... I is he? I thought he was 148 base. Uh, first, You keep going. I'm going to look it up. First order TIE Pilot's slow. TIE Fighter Pilot, I think, is like 170 speed or something. He's fast. Um, <laughs> I don't know of any other fast Empire characters, though. Uh, his physical damage is 2,040, crit rating 360. I still wish we could figure out how to calculate that under percentage. Um, <laughs> he has 25% potency, 26,000 health, 26,600 protection, 35% tenacity, 5% health steal. That 35% tenacity isn't a low number either. No, it's not. He's got a lot. It's and then the 50,000... Without mods for health. That's yep. pretty damn good. Not- and is he, he a sport? Is he what? what? Is he? A support? Ah, let's check it. Check it, check it. Uh, yes, support. support. He is a support. So he's got that same type of power like R2 does, which I guess makes sense. He's a legendary character. And he's but. got two Zetas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so what are your overall thoughts? I think he's awesome. I wish I had more time to get him. I'm not going to beat myself over the head because I can't or stress myself out to try to. So yeah. I'm just hoping that since it was so little time to gear up to get him for, let's not even say free-to-play, let's say for moderate spenders like myself, I still wasn't going to be able to get him seven star, you know, so I'm hoping that he comes back quicker than six months, but I'm not going to hold my breath, you know? Yeah. So, well, hopefully soon. And I agree. Seems like a really good character. I think arena, I'm not sure how good he'll be, especially as a leader. I think he will actually be a lot better as just a single character, um, on another team. He's gonna be good in the raid. He's gonna, he's gonna, gonna be, help you build. He's gonna help you beat yeah. Galactic Wars. Yep. So. Yep. He's a he's a pretty awesome character overall. Um, and something else that on his leader ability, he gives plus fifteen percent max protection and plus twenty five percent offense. That's not insignificant. That's pretty big. Nope. Yeah, that's definitely. Good added bonuses there. So, dude, sweet. We shall see what happens. I don't know what the hell is going on with us, but we have this thing where we just talk. So, talk and talk and talk. Our goal was keep this thing under an hour. We did it, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, not one. We kept it under two. (laughs) (laughs) We almost kept it under one and a half. Almost. As of this moment, three and a half minutes over. It's okay. We will be fine. And I'm sure everyone will be stoked to see an hour and a half again. So There was a little well, bit of pushback whenever we said we were going to keep it at an hour on the Discord. So you're welcome. Yes, this is true. You're welcome. We like to talk. So, Well, as usual, to end the show, I will say, if you want to... If you want to leave us some feedback on iTunes, we love to see it. 
I bet some people have led, left feedback on Stitcher, if that's possible, and the other apps, and we haven't even seen it. So I'm going to have to go look at those things this week. But if you go leave feedback on any of the places where you find our podcast, we will find it, and we will read it, and we will take it to heart. So thank you for that. Yep. Check out our Twitter, at Shattered Order. If you want to join our Discord, which is growing all the time, I think we're about 175 members now, which is awesome. Wow. We love talking to everyone. So let's keep that growing. If you find our Twitter, at Shattered Order, there's a link right there in our bio to join the Discord. We would love to have you. So as far as that goes, we love to interact with everyone. We love to take your feedback, and we love to just try to do our best to provide a good podcast for you guys. So you got any closing thoughts there, Wink? Um, I would like for our listeners to follow us on Twitter. Let's get us up to 2,000 followers by the end of the week. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Sounds good. Are we <laughs> under 100 still right now? I don't know what we're at. <laughs> I was like, that's ambitious, unless I haven't checked in a while. <laughs> no, that's really amb- ambitious. That'll never happen. But. <laughs> no, we're over 100. We're good. Okay. Yes. Anyways, if you use Twitter, follow us. Even if you don't see anything from us, it'll make us feel better. You can mute us. It's totally cool. Just follow. Fine, turn off the retweets, hit whatever. <laughs> Just if I see that number climb, I'll feel better. Yep. All right. Well, Wink, as always, it has been fun, my friend. Yes, sir. This is where we part ways. It is. I've got dailies to finish and you've got bed to go to, so I've got bed to go to. I gotta be prepared to go kill that damn raccoon tomorrow. I'm ready to smack that damn raccoon around tomorrow. all right right, everybody thanks for listening oh one last thing we will talk to you next week no we won't one more thing happy one year anniversary oh yeah cue the music all right later (laughs) thank you for listening to the shattered order podcast Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.